At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We are going to talk surge protection with Jerry Myron from Rector Seal. Now, truth be told, we had some technical difficulties. We had to do this a couple of times, actually three, three to be quite honest. We did it three times. Technology hey, is bittersweet. Sometimes it, it's not so so great. So we figured out the bugs and we worked through it and we got this done. So we're going to talk about surge protection, whole home surge protection. We're going to talk about appliance surge protection, and we're going to talk about some devices that help out with that on this podcast. So listen up guys, this is educational. We're going to learn something. We're going to protect appliances for our customers and our own home. This is the HVAC Know It All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. This podcast is sponsored by the Master Group, and some of the devices we're going to speak about on this podcast for surge protection are actually sold at the master group. And I've demoed a couple of them through master group on Instagram, Facebook, these one minute videos, just as an introduction. So after listening to this, if you're on board with protecting your customer's equipment, uh, check out the master group for these devices and check out master.ca. This podcast is also sponsored by CentOS and they're a big player in the game when it comes to providing uniforms to the blue collar industries, electrical, plumbing, HVAC, refrigeration. So if your team is in need of some quality uniforms that's breathable, stretchy, and is comfortable to wear on a regular basis while you're you're out doing your duties or your team is out doing their duties, uh, check out CentOS. There's a landing page, C-I-N-T-A-S dot com forward slash HVAC know it all. And that landing page will be in the podcast summary for you guys to click on. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. All right, Jerry, third time is a charm, they say. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, audience, we did have some technical difficulties, but Jerry and I, we are dedicated to the mission of educating on surge protection, right, Jerry? Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay, so let's let's start with this, and 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 I've said this before. Um, it all started with a post of the RSH fifty, and everybody within that post was either. Yeah, I use them. Yeah, they should be used. What is that? There is there's buzz, right? And and all we need right. is buzz to know if something is, is valid, if somebody wants to know more. And, and it, it seemed like it was all of those things. People use it. People want to know more. And there's always people in the background that just read and watch to see what happens and, and what's trending in the industry and, and what seems to be trending. It, maybe it's not trending now, but for me, it is like maybe it's not trending as a whole in the industry, but for me, it is right now because this is the, the discussion we're on and that is surge protection. So while while it's it's trending for me and in my audience as I'm sort of posting out 
little tidbits of information on surge protection, I thought we'd have this conversation. Now, I think we start the conversation with what surge protection is, and then we yes. continue on about the applications where it's used, devices, so on and so forth. So I'll let you jump in, Jerry, with um, maybe just before you give us a definition, give us 30 seconds of who you are and what you do for Rector Seal at the moment. My name is Jerry Myron. I've uh, been with Rector Seals for 12 years, and I do, for the last three years, I've been doing the on-demand live classes, a variety of classes on all products that Rector Seal manufactures. Awesome. And that includes surge protection, right? And that includes surge protection. We have an array of products, probably 30 classes, ductless mini split. We have electrical. We have plumbing. In fact, that's what Rector Seal is known for is our thread sealants. We're so well known for that, but we also have the widest array of ductless mini split accessories, which includes the uh, surge protective device and voltage monitoring devices. Perfect. So what we'll do um, at the end of the podcast, we'll, we'll just talk about where we can go to access some of these free webinars and and classes that you guys put on for educational purposes. Sure. Is, that, is that good with you? That's great. I appreciate it. Perfect. So let's start with the definition then of surge, surge protection. What is it? So surge protection, first you have surges within a home. Let's just talk about the home. Okay. Every time within that circuitry, let's say a large motor starts, like a whether it's a dryer, washing machine, dishwasher, or even your HVAC equipment, it consumes an initial microsecond of energy that causes a wave or transient surges. They all kind of mean the same thing. That is just less for a microsecond, and that can cause damage throughout that circuit. So you have surge protective devices, which are, there are several different types. We're mostly familiar with those plug into the wall and I've got my TV connected and my computer, all my sensitive equipment that is connected to this surge device. And they all have a ground wire. So whenever there is a surge, you have these little metal oxide barristers inside those strip surge protectors and when and they're designed for a certain voltage. So let's say 115 volt for a plug into the wall. Anytime it exceeds, let's say 125% of that voltage, the MOV will get to the point that it's now going to, it's a resistor and it's going to send that over voltage through your ground wire. That is the same thing for like the surge protective devices that we have. We have a whole house surge protector and also equipment surge protectors specifically for uh, HVAC equipment. Now those use the same kind of technology, the MOVs, but what we're introducing is not new in other industries, it's only new to the HVAC industry in which we are pairing two technologies, the MOV, which degrades over time. Those things can handle the resistant, but only to a certain point. They're very quick to clamp down whenever there is a microsecond that reaches up to about 125%. But if it's a large surge that's greater than that 125% aligned voltage, that is going to quickly degrade MOVs. So what we have is what's called a gas discharge tubing. That is an ionized gas that that saves the life of the MOV because it is much more robust. It can handle much larger surges than an MOV. 
so it actually protects the MOV. Mm-hmm. And the MOV is just a, a very, it's a very inexpensive electronic device, right? There's, there's nothing much to it, right? Metal That's oxide right. I mean, that, like I said, those little metal oxide barristers are what's used for your plug-in that for your strip uh, surge protectors that you plug your TV into that has multiple points to or outlets on it for your TV and computer. That's the same inexpensive technology as those. Mm-hmm. And in HVAC, they're going to be designed. You put those metal oxide barristers, and it's going to be designed for a specific, spe- I'm sorry, specific voltage. And when it reaches, let's say it's 230 volt, and if it is designed for to in to reroute that surge to ground, it's going to be at 125 percent of that 230 volt. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when we're talking about let's say lightning strikes in the vicinity, that's going to be much larger than 125 percent. And if that MOV is taking repetitive hits, let's say the hits that it that you don't see, like every time a, a large appliance starts, that's causing a surge within the whole home circuitry. And mm-hmm. that's what specific to the HVAC is going to help absorb. But after over time, it can only handle so many of those surges that you don't see that's happening within the house. And then when it experiences a large surge, that MOV is going to have an end of life to it. Whereas a gas discharge tubing, that prevents any kind of overheating that the MOVs happen. MOVs can have a can have a, a thermal runaway condition where it no longer is able to dissipate the heat. You don't have that with gas discharge tubing. So with a GDT, we can offer the end a, a lifetime warranty on the product because of that technology. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I, I want to talk to you about whole home and 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 separate uh, appliance type. Uh, surge protection devices because I know you got both but I I do want you to talk about your warranty because you were describing something to me the last time we talked that I thought was pretty unique where you cover like a a monetary value of equipment if if your product was deemed to show that it had failed and there was damage to the to the product you want to explain that yeah so let's talk about our RSH 50 that's our entry level the number 50 stands for can take a maximum hit of 50,000 amps. So that's the RSH 50. Then we have an RSH 60 that can handle a single hit of 60,000 amps, which is an upgrade. Now the RSH 50 has a lifetime product replacement. It has an LED light on it. When that light is no longer blinking, it is no longer able to divert that surge or protect the equipment from surges then it's a lifetime re- uh, replacement for the RSH50. And for the RSH60, it's even larger, but it also has dual LED and an audio alarm that you can switch off once it tells you, hey, this surge protector is no longer protecting. And so what we have is for the RSH50, we have a connected to the equipment, five-year connected to the equipment, $5,000. With the upgraded RSH60 that does have dual LED notification, audio alarm, it's a five-year, $7,500 connected to the equipment warranty. Mm-hmm. So any damage, like you said, that that the HVAC equipment perhaps occurred and it was perhaps because the SPD did not protect it, 
then that's what our warranty is, is $7,500 connected to the equipment warranty. So that's a pretty good warranty. Our warranty of a lifetime product replacement, uh, nobody else has that. When it comes to connected to the equipment, ours is still better than the competition. Okay, so to clarify for the audience here, and just just me thinking as a, as a technician. So if I put the yeah. device on that covers up to $7,500 and the device goes on, something happens to the compressor in that machine and the compressor is 3000 bucks and it fails because there was something that happened with the power in the area. And I send your device back to wow. you and you're like, Oh Gary, yeah, the device, it failed. Um, we're going to basically, we're going to give you the money to replace that compressor. Is that what you're kind of getting at on, on a basic level? On a basic level, I'd probably have to add even more in that a homeowner is first going to go to their insurance first. Mm -hmm. So whatever the insurance does it cover, that's what we cover. I can, okay, I see. I, I got you. Now, you also said voltage disturbance. There's actually several voltage disturbances, whereas Surge Protector is only protecting against surges. Our voltage monitoring devices protects entirely different. It's it's protecting against a sag or a brownout, blackout voltages. And when it comes back on, those devices, they you you specifically input exactly the voltage in which that equipment's going to be taken out if there is a change in voltage. Mm -hmm. Like let's say some equipment is designed for the manufacturer has in there the range is 187 to 250 volts. We have a voltage monitoring device. If you put in those exact amounts, as well as the, the under, as well as the overage, and the overage is not a, a surge. It's actually when that utility company is switching the voltage from commercial back to the homeowners, and there's a huge increase in voltage. That's not a surge, but it is an over voltage. So you need a voltage monitoring device, which like I said, we have. Okay. And you can also connect a surge protector to that as well, right? Just to be safe. That's correct. Okay, perfect. Yep. And and that device that you showed me on the video that comes with a like a a weather um, like basically designed for out, outdoor weather, it comes with that monitor and the the surge protector attached to it already, right? That's correct. The one that is that voltage monitoring between 900 to 300 volts. That's correct. That comes well. Actually, that is sold separately. If that's all the customer wants, mm -hmm. is just to monitor the voltage. Okay, cool. If the customer also experiences a lot of surges, but also has that very expensive, high technology ductless mini split, so now you need to protect the voltage monitoring as well as surges. That's the one that is sold in our kit. Correct. Gotcha. Okay, and what what's the number on that one? Quick break, guys. So April Air has this controller called the Automatic Digital Control for a humidifier. Now, let's say you tied your humidifier into the heating cycle, but your furnace is oversized and it only runs for like 10 minutes in the winter. Well, that's oversized if it only runs for 10 minutes in the dead of winter and your 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 house or your thermostat is satisfied. You, you're probably going to have some cold pockets in, in your home, first of all, but you're probably not going to have that humidifier run long enough to humidify the home either. So what this control does is it's got blower activation. You turn that on, it starts the blower up every hour or so if, if your HVAC system is not running, samples the air for three minutes. If the RH is too low, it will keep your fan running and it will 
run your humidifier with it, but your humidifier needs to be piped into the hot water in order for that to happen because the hot water evaporates a lot quicker. Just something cool I thought I'd pass on. Rapid locking system, guys, is just a, a phenomenal tool to an alternative to brazing or just if you don't want to braze at all. If you don't want to braze at all and you just want to press fittings in, well, they've got all kinds of fittings and valves and dryers that take the place of the conventional stuff. So if you're looking for a way to up your game, learn something new, um, check out Rapid Locking System because it is the future of putting pipe together and fitting it together, in my opinion. JB Warranties, as I talked about last podcast, we got Tommy Q coming on from JB Warranties in the next podcast or two. It's already recorded, so the next podcast or two published, Tommy Q will be coming on to talk about how warranties work in the industry first of all, and then how their their program works to provide peace of mind to the customer, your customer, with um, turnaround times on claims of up to 14 days and $300 an hour in labor reimbursement, which is pretty cool. So check out JV Warranties if you're interested in that. The other thing, Company Cam puts, what they do is they, they put your pictures and, and videos and voice memos and everything in one place on the cloud on a job. So everybody within the organization can access them. They don't need to email anybody. They don't need to text anybody or phone anybody. They get updates as long as they're on that cloud. And as long as they're they're there, they get updates on that whole entire job. So something to keep things organized, to keep communication flowing really, really well. Check out Company Cam. That's our RSH50 VRM kit. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. And I think I actually have seen held one of those in my hand okay, locally here, master group, uh, we have this thing where I go in every once in a while and I go, okay, I want to take these tools and demo them for my audience because I think these would be cool to demo. And I think that was one of them. I just have to go yeah. back and, and check that number. But I, I do remember the, the case the the white sort of controller inside, and then it wired to the surge protector. Yes. And when I first opened it up, I didn't know, know exactly what it was wired to. I'm like, what is that thing that it's wired to? But now through education, <laughs> now I know. So, um, All right. let's, let's move on to, I want to ask you about this. So whole home, protection you guys have devices for whole home that can be wired right at the panel right that's exactly right we have the rsh 120 and as the number suggests it can handle a single surge of 120,000 amps that's, and that is what can be wired directly to your fuse box either directly into the unit or if there is a sheetrock, there's there is a, a finished wall. Well, we also have sold as an accessory wall plates, so that so now you're going to install the surge protector, and then it's going to be mounted onto the sheetrock. We have a wall plate to make that look nice mm -hmm. as well. Okay, so we'd obviously need access into the main panel to to run our wires into it and and tie into the main the main feed coming into the panel, right? That's okay. right. All right. And these devices, um, so if we're going back to unitary equipment, like let's say we got a ductless system and we got a condensing unit outside, the condensing unit's uh, 208, 230, and then we have a 115 volt head. We have devices like the RS, the RS, I, I don't know why I always have trouble saying that, the RSH50 can, can handle a yes. 208 circuit and it can handle a 120 volt 
or 115 volt circuit too, right? You just got to wire them kind of differently. Is, is that right? That's exactly okay. right. Awesome. So what, what is the wiring difference between the two, between the, the higher and the lower voltages? Well, so, so between the 115 and the 230 volt, you have, uh, well, it's, it, it's two strips of 115 volts. Okay. Yep. That's right. So there's going to be, it, you're going to have on your disconnect, let's say to your AC unit, you have two lines coming in. There are two lines because it's a 230 volt. If it was 115 volt, volt you would only have that one hot wire because each wire represents 115 yeah, volt. Right. So you have two lines going in, if that's the case. And then you have two lines going out of your disconnect, going to your unit. Those two lines represent that it's 230 mm -hmm. volt. If it was just one line, there's... I don't know of many equipment that's out there anymore that are just 115 volt. Almost everybody's 230 volt now. Yeah. But if, if you're going to install that device and it's the same device you're putting in both, there is a bit of a, a different way to wire them in, right? Yes, yeah. there so, is. Because I did notice that on one of the, the packages. I'm like, okay, 115. Um, okay, it looks like there's a, a wiring diagram for each voltage. So... I guess for, for the audience's sake, like make sure that you're looking at the instructions and the diagrams before you wire these in, because it's not um, the same way for 115 as it, as it is for 208, 230. Okay, That's correct. Cool. All right. So, I mean, what I, I got to say, so, and I said to you this before, and and, and my, my pal there, Jerry Wagner from Toso Bathica, who's a trainer, he's like probably anybody that that's listening to this, there's probably a good percentage that has had training from Jerry and his training sessions are very, they're very animated. He's a, he's a very good, um, he's a very quiet, mild mannered individual, awesome dude. Then when he starts to train, he like, he goes into character and he's like a, he's like not a different person, but he's, he's like, uh it's very hard to explain. You got to sit there and watch one of his trainings. Like he changes his voice up and he does quizzes on, on local celebrities around. Like it, he just keeps the audience in his training sessions really like focused and sharp. And, and so they don't fall asleep and, and his training sessions are really good, yeah. but he's always, he's always said in, in his training sessions, you got to put surge protection in that he solely believes like every th single device that you install has got to have one. And, and he was holding up a few of yours at a recent class I was at. And he said, like, guys, I really have no affiliation with Rector Seal at all. But I, I really soul like, like wholeheartedly, I believe in these products. And I think they should go in to each and every de device. Now, I mean, for, for the expense yeah. of it, like, if we were to take it like some sort of average um, retail price of, of, a, of a basic device for surge protection like what are we talking not a lot of money right no not at all not considering well the percent versus the of the surge protector to the total cost of the equipment it's in the decimal percent so yeah it's very inexpensive mm -hmm. and the install is not very difficult either right not at all i say i saw a sales guy install this correctly mind you and it, well, it if, is very if a sales guy can install. do it anybody can do it right <laughs> oh 
That's exactly yeah. right. If a sales guy or an engineer can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't take very long either. In fact, uh, the video that we have installing this product, um, that's actually at my house. And, and it's, uh, so it's, it's a fun time with me installing that on camera. Cool. So, I mean, what else can we, what else can we talk about when it comes to surge protection here? Well, because I mean, I, I don't, there's yeah, go one, on, go on. Well, there is one thing that I'm just chomping at the bit is that I'm very excited about is when we talk about the whole house protection, and we have competitive comparisons at all the levels, at the RSH 50 and 60, at with our voltage monitoring versus the competition. When you talk about the entry level, there's a lot of different competitive products. When you talk about whole house, now you're talking about just a few, and it's and we really stand out with the whole home protection. So when I talked about lifetime warranty on the product replacement, what about connected to the equipment on the whole house? That is where, our, I mean, our products with a lifetime warranty really stand out. But with the RSH120 whole home, it has a lifetime product replacement, but it also has a connected to the equipment, which is the verbiage we use for the AC equipment, HVAC equipment. When we're talking about whole home, the protection is a lifetime connected to the equipment, $100,000 protection. That's a lot of confidence of everything within that home if there is is a a damage that is associated with a, the surge protector not protecting, then we cover up to $100,000 and it's a lifetime, not just product replacement, but connected to the equipment warranty as well. It really yeah, stands out. Yeah, that's pretty substantial. And I was saying to you before that it's it's kind of, it's not something that you see very often when it comes to warranties. Like for instance, you take... Uh, a manufacturer that makes valves or fittings that gets outfitted onto, or even a compressor that gets fitted into a refrigeration or air conditioning system. And if any of those components ever leak, uh, and let's say it's a substantial size, a piece yeah. of equipment, let's say there's a couple hundred pounds of refrigerant in there. Uh, I've never heard of a manufacturer right. of a fitting or anything or a, anything that's supposed to be part of that pressure vessel. If that fails and leaks out that they are, paying you back for the refrigerant that you've lost i've never heard of anything like that so that that's right. kind of um it, it's kind of cool that you guys are doing that is is that um i mean how do i frame this question in, in your knowledge has that ever happened yet where where there has been anything like that where you've had to repl hand out some dollars because of that has that happened yet no no not with any level of the products okay. that we have, have not seen okay. that happen yet. All right, cool. I, I mean, it's, it's protecting equipment is so important. And the question I'm going to ask you next is this, if you have whole home, do you need to put, or can you put extra devices on your, your appliances? So let's say you put in a whole home and then, uh, the customer's like, okay, yeah, they're, they're splurging on this like $20,000 fancy new system for their home. It's top, top of the line, um, top of top efficiency, and, and it's cost them a lot of money. 
is can right. you is there a benefit to adding surge protection just to the machine on top of whole home or do they do they does it kind of cancel each other out yes no there, that's a great question so the surge protector at the fuse box that's protecting the surges that's coming in from the lines from the grid that's protecting those surges within the home within that circuitry you still have surges that are that are occurring that you still want to have those plug-in adapters for your computer and TV, as well as RSH50 for your, your condensing unit as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, so there is a benefit to having whole home and then something on expensive, expensive That's appliances. That's right. There's protection within the circuitry, within the home, and then there's also protection from outside the home the electricity that's coming into the home with the whole house protection. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Now these whole home, like, like I, I want to paint a visual of this whole home um, surge protection. Like, it's not like it's this massive big device that goes on the wall. They're, they're just like small devices that uh, can be put in inside like a little box, like you were saying, or go inside the panel itself. It's not like it's this big giant piece of equipment that you got to, card in with a dolly to install in your house right there's a small device yeah because <laughs> that's like correct. when i'm thinking whole home surge protection i'm like man do i have to bring in this like big massive panel with all these blinking lights attached to it but th then when i seen you holding one up it was just like a, a, a like a small device you could hold it in your hand and it can go in, in like a small pony panel next yeah. to the the main panel if you wanted to do it that way right it's it's very small and easy to install relatively easy to install it is it's yeah. very small okay that's right. It's less than three inch by two inch by okay. two inch. So yeah, it's, it doesn't take up hardly any space at all. That's the mm -hmm. whole home protection. Very cool. Okay. So let's maybe tell the audience where they can go to get some of these trainings, because as I was telling you the last time, what separates a manufacturer from just selling product? is the support on the product, right? And and I think a lot more manufacturers are starting right. to realize that now and, and get on board. And some, some, I mean, are still slipping. Some of them, you can call them up, you don't get a response, or they don't call you back for three days, or try to get an email response from someone takes forever. But I, I think addressing stuff um, that can be addressed with with videos and training and and, and free information that's accessible to everybody from your website is something that a lot of uh, companies are starting to get on board with. And, and I like that because we can, a manufacturer, manufacturer X or Y can go out and go, yeah, I'm going to just sell these guys something and I'm just going to make money. But when you take time and, and put in the effort and the investment to train and, and make content that educates your, your audience, I think that's what separates a good manufacturer from one that's just trying out there to, to, to make profit. So do you, do you think that's a fair statement that um, tra train? Yes, I, I yeah. completely agree. But it's not just for me, it's not just uh, training. Let's say this is what makes the product superior. For example, Aspen pumps about 10 years ago, I became so passionate about the condensate pumps for ductless mini splits. That was the fastest portion of the industry within HVAC was ductless mini splits, but the pumps were not being installed correctly. And there were features that Aspen Pump had that were not realized by the contractors. So I would passionately tell them, when you install this, 
there's an anti-siphoning device. And for like five years, they were the only manufacturer that provided an anti-siphoning device because siphoning is the number one killer of, of those type of piston pumps. So you, you really engage. That's why I love the live format is what have you experienced? And then, well, in talking about this product, were you aware of this or that? Yeah, I, I love the, and I include more than just that particular class. I know as a, as a regional manager that covered the West half of the country, what I have heard from contractors or even distributors. And I try to convey all that information based on the feedback I received from Mm -hmm. the attendees. Cool. All right. Well, I mean, I'm glad we agree on that. I'm glad we're on board that training and education is, is, is (laughs) superior to creating a, a product. Um, that is supported well. And like I said, any product can be made, any product can be sold. But when that product fails, if there's no support on that product, if, if there's a problem with it, um, even if, even if it's a problem, the technician themselves is doing wrong or that they can't figure it out when, when they find support on the back end of that, they really value that support and will, and use your product continuously because they know when there's going to be a problem, down the line and they pick up a phone or write an email or go online and see all these videos that answers their questions. That is something they're going to stick to. I know that from my own experience. So, I mean, good, exactly. good on you guys for, for supporting That's your product. Right. So where can, uh, where can the audience go here to find these free webinars, videos, trainings, so on and so forth. And, and there are a few different methods in which we get this information out. So for the live on demand classes, you go to rectorseal.com, and when you scroll just slightly towards the middle of the page, you will see the classes available there. You will also see a vault of videos that are available that are obviously already pre-recorded. But when you do go to the on-demand live classes, you can select one of two people, myself or Michael Emmerich. Michael Emmerich is our global ductless mini split uh, expert and his, his specific offering is all the accessories for ductless mini split accessories that we offer. And then you select either teacher, you select the class, and then look at the date and time that's available. Now, everything I do is coordinated through that calendar. Same thing for Michael Emmerich. So like I'm going out of town in a couple weeks, so no one's going to be able to sign up for that class. But whatever class is available, they click on it. They register quickly and then they will get a link back to them. And that link is what they can forward to anyone within their organization or their customers, the contractors, but there's absolutely no fee at all associated with that. But we also have weekly webinars. So that's the second offering is myself. I do classes on Tuesday mornings. I offer two classes to try and cover two different time or three different time zones. And then Michael Emmerich does the same thing. He offers two classes that he does each day. I'm sorry, that he does on Thursday or Friday. I think it's Thursday. Awesome. Cool. All righty then. Well, I appreciate all this information. And, uh, you know, it, it sucks that we had the technical difficulties and we had to do this three times. But, hey, I mean, that the HVAC, God, the HVAC gods <laughs> were telling us something. They're like, hey, you guys got to keep talking about this. <laughs> That's right. They wanted to see how persistent we would be. We, we know this is good information that, for everyone right. to have. So I'm more than happy. Awesome, Jerry. Well, you have yourself a, a great day and a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Take care.
All right. Thanks again to Jerry. Recap, guys, we learned about what search protection is. Okay. Over, we, we also have to protect for over and under voltage. Uh, but listen, the technology behind it with the metal oxide versor, the MOV, and the gas discharge tube, and the applications like whole home, um, indiv- individualized uh, uh, setups, and how we can actually combine the two to create something even a little bit more better. And, and that warranty program is is unheard of where they're offering up some dollars if they, they find that their product has failed. So anyway, guys, I hope you guys learned some stuff. I did. Until the next one, we're actually going to talk about business on the next one. I got a couple of guests that's uh, been in the HVAC business for a while. We're going to talk business and, and how more on the business side of things. So we'll get to that one next. But in the meantime, thanks to the Master Group. I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.